episode number 37. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor-Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. In last week's episode, I spoke about this concept of visioning, and I encouraged you to consider doing that visioning work for 2018. I'd love to hear from you if you did. In today's episode, I want to share with you the work that I did, because I think it may inspire you to take action in your life. But before I do, do you remember in episode number 34, I dedicated the episode to a woman named Minda from Canada? I don't know Minda, but her brother contributed to my crowdfunding campaign, and he shared her story with me, and I felt inclined to share it with you on my podcast. So just a few days ago, I received an email that was forwarded to me from Minda, And she wrote, my tumor was successfully removed along with the lymph nodes, and now I'm ready for a complete recovery. Radiation therapy starts next month to eradicate any lingering cancer cells. I feel so grateful to everyone who prayed for me. Thank you, everyone. And then in big caps, she wrote, I have survived cancer. So I got the chills when I read that, and I just wanted to share it with you, my dear listeners. So I spent the month of December doing this visioning work. I looked not only at my business, but also at my personal life and my relationships to see what the future Shira would look like at the end of 2018. And it was a really fun exercise, actually. And I'd like to share some of that with you today, and more of it actually in next week's episode, because there's just too much to share in just one episode alone. So what did I see? Well, in terms of my business and the work I do with Getting Unstuck, what I saw was someone very calm and confident and happy. I saw someone standing tall and proud of what she has created in 2018, and excited to see what 2019 will bring. I saw someone unstoppable. Now, you may be wondering, Shira, are you not feeling those feelings now? You've done a lot of things in 2017. You started this podcast, you published a CD, your book was awarded winner of the International Book Award in Self-Help, Are you not calm, confident, and happy now? What's going on? And how does this future Shira differ from the Shira who's living right here in this moment? And the answer is this. I am a service provider, right? I work with people one-on-one. I offer retreats. I speak to groups. But I am not a business person at all, (laughs) And because of that, I wasn't treating the work I do like a business this year, but I was treating it more like a hobby. 
I wasn't looking at the big picture. I wasn't working according to any plan. I was kind of like, you know, going on a whim. And I guess you could say that my whims were pretty good. But because I didn't have a plan, I wasn't succeeding in the way I was hoping to by this point. Now, of course, success can be defined in many ways, and I already have a future podcast episode dedicated to that topic, so please watch out for that. But basically, my work with Getting Unstuck has been more of a hobby than a business in 2017. And the question is, why? If I want to develop this more into a business, why was I treating it more like a hobby? And the answer is, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun! any guesses? (laughs) I was stuck. And when I sat down honestly with myself, I uncovered that I was stuck on two main things. One, self-righteousness, basically that I can develop this business on my own. And two, fear of losing money if I invest in a coach. Actually, not only losing money, but fear of wasting my time fear of nothing happening because of the coaching I would get, fear of being disappointed by my coach. So I was stuck this year without really being fully aware that I was stuck. And my business reflected that. And so what do I do when I'm stuck? I go through the process to get unstuck. S, I took a stop. I got out my getting unstuck journal I sat on my bed, I closed my eyes, and I took a deep breath. T, tell, what was I feeling? I looked at the chart of emotions that are in the book, and I recognized that I felt so many emotions. But the two that stuck out the most in my mind were self-righteousness and fear, right? I was like, yeah, I can do this business thing alone. And I was like, afraid to take the necessary steps to move forward. Both of those emotions were really strong, and I just sat there for a few minutes and allowed myself to be curious about what self-righteousness really felt like and what fear really felt like. You know, it's not so comfortable to let yourself feel your emotions You know, I talk about this in every episode, but I wonder how many of you have actually tried it, to feel your feelings, like just sit with your emotions and allow yourself to feel them. When you try it, you will realize it's not as daunting as it sounds. Anyway, back to the story. You, what was underneath these feelings? What did I uncover What was causing me to feel self-righteous and afraid? Well, like I said, I believed I could do this on my own. Despite the fact that I have no business background and no business experience, I believed that I could prosper in my business alone without any outside assistance or support or guidance. And it's not only that I could do this on my own, but I should do this on my own. Those were my beliefs. Obviously, it goes without saying that my beliefs were quite limiting. And then regarding fear, I had the fears that I already mentioned, but I also had a fear of hiring a coach that I didn't resonate with. And I had a fear of being let down. 
Now, of course, your fears can never be 100% true because the emotion of fear lives in the future. And since we never know what the future is, we can never believe 100% what our fears are. The fear may become true in the future, but the fear also may not become true in the future. By the way, it's also interesting when you do this work to explore where your beliefs come from, right? It's actually a great exercise. Do your beliefs come from how you were raised, the current culture that you live in, the people who have influenced your life? I mean, it's probably all of the above, but when you're doing this self-inquiry part of the work, you can take a moment to explore where your beliefs come from, like just for fun, if you're like me and you think this is fun. (laughs) Anyway, so just looking at that part of the fear, why was I pessimistic or skeptical about hiring a coach? And I think it's because I have a really strong work ethic. I am not a procrastinator. I actually love to work. And when I work, whatever work I've done in this world, and I've had a lot of different jobs in my life, I over deliver all of the time. I offer more of myself, more time, more support, more of everything that is possible, more than whatever's in the contract. Just ask anyone who has ever worked with me and they will confirm this. That's just who I am. And I guess my fear came from a belief that most people are not like me. And most people don't over deliver. They just do the job that they're paid to do. Anyway, so I guess that's just another belief I had, that there's no one else out there in the world who works the way I do, which of course can't be 100% correct because I don't know everyone in the entire world. Anyway, so seeing that at least one of my beliefs wasn't 100% true, that allows me to go on to the next step, which is see, consider. I had a few considerations. Let me share them with you. I considered I have no business sense. (laughs) I have no business background. I am not a business type person. And if I want to grow my method into a business, I need to hire someone to help me. And I need to do that now. I considered I am not stupid. (laughs) In fact, I am smart. I considered I just need professional guidance from someone who has experience with helping businesses grow and prosper. I considered hiring a coach. I considered with a coach, I can probably impact the lives of many more people in the world than I am doing so now. I considered you need to spend money to make money. I considered the money I would invest in a coach would come back to me. I considered the worst case scenario would be I would lose money. Now, that certainly won't make me happy, but that's the worst thing and that's not terrible. I considered I could find someone who resonates with me and I could find someone who has a good work ethic. I considered the person I would work with would blow me away. I considered that person would go way beyond my expectations. I considered a coach could offer me perspectives on my business that I wasn't seeing. I considered a coach could challenge me to try new things and hold me accountable for putting them into action. 
I considered a coach could help me clean up my business, put things in order, and in doing so, make me feel excited for the new year. So you know what I did? I hired myself a coach. Her name is Sarah Noked. And ironically, she moved to Israel the same year that I did, and she lives only about 15 minutes from my house. I found her actually on Facebook. I'm actually going to put the link to her website in the show notes so that you can learn more about her business if you'd like. But in short, she works with entrepreneurs, she works with businesses to help them grow their businesses, and she supports online business managers. And soon she will be beginning to train and certify people to become online business managers. Now, I didn't know anything about Sarah before we met. I wasn't following her. She doesn't have a podcast. I actually never heard of her. And then one day she just appeared on my Facebook feed. And I checked her out and I sent her an email telling her I was looking for a coach. And what came from that email was a face-to-face meeting with her to do what she calls a breakthrough session. And this session is designed to basically go over every nook and cranny of the business, products, launches, tech platforms, funnels, team members, analytics, marketing efforts, social media strategy, and more. Whoa, (laughs) I was really nervous to go into this meeting because even though I got unstuck from not wanting to hire a coach, I was still kind of skeptical about what was going to come of this meeting. And let me tell you, Sarah blew me away. We got right down to business. She was super professional. She asked all the questions she needed to know. She was very honest with me in terms of where I am now and where she sees that I can be in a year or in five years or in 10 years. She spoke in layman's terms so I could follow her because remember, I'm not a business person and I am not a numbers person, even though math was my favorite subject in high school. Sarah over-delivered exactly what I did not expect. Sarah gave me her perspective on what she thinks is going to work for my business. She suggested ideas that I never considered. I left that meeting on a high. In fact, I'm still on a high. Maybe you can even sense it with the way I'm speaking. She told me it would take her about a week to send me a write-up of everything we spoke about, including the plan for 2018 and how to implement it. But even without having that document in front of me, I feel transformed. It's just amazing to me how different I feel after just one coaching session with her. Looking back, I feel like I was on a runaway train that was like not even on a track, but maybe trying to like run on sand or something. Again, you may be thinking to yourself, but Shira, look what you've done in 2017. And yes, I know I have done a lot. I have produced a lot, but it wasn't according to a plan. And I wasn't looking at the big picture and I wasn't going in any one direction. And that was causing me not to feel good. And because of that, I wasn't feeling calm or confident or happy. And those emotions were not only sitting in a vacuum alone inside the business, they were affecting me. Shira as a whole, Shira as a mom, Shira as a wife, Shira as a friend, because I just felt like out of sync. I feel like I just walked out of a chiropractor's office 
like someone just did something to me that clicked me into place. That's what I'm feeling right now, like I'm suddenly aligned. It's an amazing, amazing feeling. I cannot thank Sarah enough for accepting me as a client, for taking me seriously, for believing in me and my work, and for over-delivering. I got myself a coach and I can't wait to see what happens in 2018 with Getting Unstuck. I'm going to share with you next week more about this conversation and about what I'm going to do to take action in 2018. But for now, I have a question for you. How are you feeling about 2018? Are you feeling like I am? Are you feeling calm and confident and happy, ready, excited? And if not, would you consider getting a coach like I did? And if you won't consider that, why not? What is holding you back? You know, just the other day, I started writing out a list of the main lessons that I'm bringing to you in this podcast, lessons that go beyond just the five steps. And maybe on the 100th episode, I will share with you what I've gathered. But one of the things that I have listed is that investing in your emotional health and well-being may be one of the best, if not the best, investments in your life. I truly believe that. Because if you don't have good emotional health and well-being, you will suffer and your relationships will suffer. So my consideration for you for this week is to consider getting a coach. And here's two caveats I want to say. One, there are lots and lots and lots of coaches out there. There are coaches who coach on specific issues like a relationship coach or a divorce coach or a physical fitness coach or a dieting coach. Whatever it is, I want to suggest that you learn as much as you can about that person and how they coach before you start working with them. Does that coach emphasize solving your problem by looking at the symptoms of what's going on in your life? Or does that coach emphasize solving your problem by going directly to the source? For instance, if you are going to a coach because you want to lose weight, how is your coach going to help you? Is your coach going to tell you to go on this diet or to exercise X amount of times a week? Or is your coach going to work with you to try to understand why you are overweight? There is a reason that you are bringing in more energy than you spend, which is causing you to be overweight. And the question is, why? You will never get unstuck unless you go to the source. Two, don't make the mistake I did. Don't wait. This is your life and your life is not worth waiting for. Trust me, trust me, trust me. And I guess one more thing in case you're not aware of it, but this is what I do in my life. I am a well-being coach and truly no matter what it is that you're going through, I firmly believe that my process and the stuck method can be applied to any situation and can transform you and your life and your relationships. I offer one-time sessions 
as well as packages. So if you are considering hiring a coach and would like to work with me, send me an email, which you can find on my website. Okay, my dear listeners, next week, I'm going to share with you a story about not taking action. And by doing so how that kept me stuck, and why it is that we oftentimes don't take action, and how you can consider with me taking action in 2018. I hope you join me. I wish you an incredible 2018. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com.